The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to Love It or Leave It, live or else, coming at you from or else. The dog days of summer are here, and this bitch needs a break. But even though we're on vacation, content never sleeps. So this week, we're bringing you the best of our food segments. We here at Love It or Leave It think quite a lot about food. You could say we're preoccupied by it. You could say that. But I'd lash out defensively, in a healthy way. Anyway, up first, nothing gets our tummies gurgling in giddy anticipation like the holidays. But what's the best holiday food? Good thing we decided last year in one of our beloved brackets. It's the end of the year, and the holidays have a stranglehold on our emotions, our wallets, and, of course, our digestive systems. No other time period demands we bow to its culinary excesses quite like winter. And for good reason. Eat festive foods any other time of the year, and you'll be labeled certifiable. Eat a salad in December, no one bats an eye. Openly drink eggnog in June. Good luck getting invited to those Fourth of July barbecues, buddy. (laughs) Nothing pairs worth with 90-degree weathers than a thick bev. But if we only have a very limited time to eat the gingeriest breads and the cranberryest sauces, we have to be judicious with our menus. Apologize to your gallbladders and welcome to the stage to fight over the best holiday foods, Max Silvestri, Alice Wetterland, and Ashley Ray. All right, here's how it works. We're going to pit two classic holiday food items against each other and have them battle to the death. Let us begin. All right, first up, we have lock. we got to move fast. This is a big bracket. Whoa. Lockers, so nice. Lockers versus mac and cheese. Does anybody have a strong feeling? Mac and cheese. Hello, mac and cheese. Lockers. Thank you, Max. Yeah, the only non-anti-Semite. <laughs> oh. Jews control the media, and mac and cheese is better than Lockies. <laughs> All right, guys. I mean, it's, do we want to make an argument? I mean, I feel like, first of all, mac and cheese is very black. So what are you really angry about? Mac here? and wow. cheese wins. Mac and cheese wins. Mac and cheese wins. Mac and cheese wins. Mac and cheese wins. Trump card played, I lose, also, mac and cheese it's, wins. it's not like all latkes that everybody's ever yeah. made are great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I've had it's, so many it's bad easy to fuck up. Next up, we have black-eyed peas versus sweet potatoes. Wait, sweet potatoes. But like any sweet potatoes? I guess they have to win because there's so many... So many ways so you broad. can get it. Yeah, like a sweet potato with a marshmallow on top, but even in like a... I will okay. say, though, just for the holiday thing, nothing is more tied to a day okay. than black-eyed peas. Right? Uh, oh, oh, people, well, no, I've is it not a New Year's not, thing? Not, that's a New Year's thing. Yeah, Black but this is the holidays. Holidays well, this count. Is Christmas, but like, uh, mm, I think holiday, I think it counts. I mean, latkes or Hanukkah. You know what I mean? I'm losing the crowd so hard. Sweet yeah. potatoes. It's sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes though. <laughs> He's no really is... sorry. He loves sweet potatoes. He promises. He loves sweet potatoes. No one is ever he excited about black right eyed peas. Oh my god, sweet potatoes, yams. Yeah, people it. don't really lose yeah. it. No one is ever like, oh, I'm so glad you made sweet like black eyed peas. It's always like. I guess I have to eat this or I'll be, you know, jinxed all year. Yeah. It's a it's, it's an obligation. Yeah. You don't want to eat a food having to ward off an evil eye. It's yeah. a right, it's a good luck food. Yeah. Sweet potatoes for the win. Yeah. Next up we have Feast of the Seven Fishes and Christmas Ham. This is from the Goyim Conference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'll leave this to you to everyone I'm else. Abstain. I will. This is I, all me, and I pick both. <laughs> um, I don't I, know what that is. I love Christmas ham so much. I love an orange meat, but um, even though I'm an Italian and my last name's Silvestri, we never did Feast of the Seven Fishes. I, I say ham. You say ham. So anybody, anybody want to make a case I, for seven different kinds of fish? Yeah, I guess I'll do, you know, just overfishing in general. It seems like if you're going to get seven <laughs> yeah. fishes, 
Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be part of the problem no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Christmas ham takes it. Christmas ham takes it. It's yeah. such a politicized bracket. I'm, I'm yeah. nervous really to get is. up on this stage. It's a political no. show. It's a poli- yeah. Unabashedly. It's a, in, a real. in a political time. In a political time. Yeah. In a political time. Yeah. Next up, we have corned beef and cabbage. A, um, what do you call it when you're a long shot? Uh, what's it called when you're um, a some, like a, bo- <laughs> a Cinderella, underdog. like a, a heart person? Dark what, horse. Dark no, horse. that's not the phrase. A Katy like Perry a, a cinder- reference. A, a heart. From the third row. A heart team. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> An like, underdog? Like, underdog? Sure, no. Like Bucknell. They're always like, Bucknell, they're a real heart A sweetheart team? A rookie of the year. No. No? Ooh. We're just uh, saying things team. now? Long shot felt. Uh, a long shot Cinderella felt. story is still not correct. What? Someone say move on. <laughs> a we're cold, maybe. Yeah. Underdog. I, I swear shot. to God, you tell me to move on, I will sit in this. Yeah. All right, we're giving, look, it's corned beef and cabbage versus brisket. I don't even think this has to be a conversation. Right. Obviously, it's going to be. Yeah. Corned beef, corn beef and cabbage. cabbage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's corned beef and cabbage. Honestly, I had it Sunday things. night at Tam O'Shanter's with the carols. It was the most I Christmas. I love oh. Are you about to fight Leonardo DiCaprio in the streets of New York? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You have we're not gone to Tam O'Shanter's? Yeah. Yes. Are you, what? It's corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. Uh, I'm in outer, f- outer space right now. <laughs> Me and brisket the tiny cabbage gal. No, we definitely don't want. It's not always good. Sometimes it's dry. And like... also, you have brisket all year round. I don't know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, I don't about. tie brisket uh, to a holiday. Well, I'll accept it. I'm not too worried about it. It's going to lose pretty yeah. soon to one of these other wow. foods. But fine. <laughs> Corned beef and cabbage yeah. uh, wins. Nice. Now Woo! over to the other conference. Woo! Please. I'm it a quarter is, Irish. I love it. It is Kugel versus gingerbread. Oh. I'm a hundred percent Kugel. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's so well, good. Yeah, because gingerbread sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never had one good something. gingerbread cookie in my life. Yeah. It's I'm, architectural. I, will, I yeah. will build with Kugel if I have to. <laughs> what is Kugel? And you What is Kugel? I mean, your I won't horizons. Explain it. Wow. It is a delicious. What is it? It's um <laughs> So like a noodle pudding, kind of. Like a noodle pudding. Noodle so thing. basically, you take noodles, eggs, some maybe raisins. Yeah, some, like, a, like a Jewish it's casserole. It's Jewish casserole. Like a bread yes, of course it is, which we all knew. Yeah, I don't even know why Simple. we're just going over it when we all know. For sure what it is, and eat it frequently during this season. During this season. Listen, <laughs> try Kugel. Next up. I can't believe gingerbread just got done like that. Yeah. So <laughs> gingerbread. It's not that good. It's, it's a dry not. cookie. It's iconic. Well, have it's you tried the cookie. Kugel latte? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is going to be contentious. Uh, a lo- this is a long simmering rivalry. This is really canned cranberry sauce versus homemade cranberry right. sauce. Canned. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> she can't do it. It's too much canned. Canned. It's canned. Right? I'm sorry. It's Alice. What do you think? For me, it's all the can. I'm going to be that asshole. I like homemade. Wow. Yeah, it's really simple. It's just cranberries and a little bit of sugar and water. It takes like five yeah. minutes. Or so and good. some, maybe some uh, zest of an orange if you're me. Oh! Okay. Uh, but the fun part is when it comes out shaped like the can and you yeah. get to slice it, is, it up in little part. slices. That is the fun part. Yeah. And, and they're discs and you can throw them. Yeah, and they're little discs you can put on a biscuit. They're both so and good. That's that why wobble. it's so contentious. They got that wobble. Yeah. The noise it makes when it comes out when of the can is out? my text tone. <laughs> that's what, when I get a text, it's like a whoop, like landing on the floor. Okay, that's entertainment. Right. That's I a meal and an experience. It's a tie. I'm going to let the audience decide. I'm going to say canned and I'm going to say homemade. All right? Canned. Homemade. 
Canned. Yeah. Homemade. Yeah. It's really close. Yeah. I feel homemade. like it was homemade. Homemade wins. Homemade wins. I heard yes. homemade. <laughs> Next up, we have... I don't agree with it, but... We, <laughs> but the, but we, it's a democracy. Next up, we have mold wine Ooh. versus hot apple cider. Ooh. That's uh, tough. Uh, what do we want? Perfectly good wine, warmed and spiced, <laughs> turned into syrupy fucking alcohol soup, <laughs> or delicious warm apple cider. Uh, Ashley, what do you think? We went to school together in Western Massachusetts, famously known for wonderful hot apple cider. I got to go apple cider. Eve, say hot apple cider. Do you, you have an, anyone going to argue with that? I never punched anybody because of apple cider. <laughs> <laughs> All right, also, we're mold wine stains your teeth. Stains your criminal record. Yeah. <laughs> Love turning down some mold wine. Apple cider wins. Next yeah. up, eggnog versus coquito. Does anybody have a preference? Eggnog's so hard, it's crazy. I start aging eggnog two months before December. I love what? it so much. Give me egg yolks, milk, brandy, rum, bourbon, all December long, I had a glass tonight. Wow. I, I, that is amazing. And I, I don't just, know what Coquito is. It's like an eggnoggy adjacent yeah. coconut beverage. It's like coconut and rum. It's and, delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. It has cinnamon. It's kind of like an horchata with alcohol. That uh, usually, really good. like in Chicago, there was always like a Coquito lady who would like go to little bars Ooh. and stuff and you could like buy it from her during the holidays. I like her. Yeah. Like, so you get, come on. That's you're supporting local Give business. Give my number. Okay. And I presume it has raw egg yolks in it, right? I mean, it's a Christmas drink. I will say I am like, Max, like the window we're getting into your life (laughs) where you're making homemade cranberry sauce, where you have a a several month long process for making sure you have eggnog. And I know this is something you've talked about uh, in your stand up. You are the gayest fucking straight person (laughs) I have ever met in my life. It shocks me every time and I love it. Thank you so much. Really I really amazing. appreciate that. I love the holidays. <laughs> and men. And men. All right. Eggnog takes it. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't know that we actually had a vote. I feel like you two said eggnog and everybody else is like. Wait a second. 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 You know what? You know what? Literally Fair. only Max said eggnog. I feel like. I know, but he is choose. closest to me. <laughs> uh, all right. Audience. Eggnog. <laughs> Coquito. Coquito takes it. Big, they might take the whole thing. That reaction. This feels like a psyop. This is crazy. <laughs> it's so good. All right, I heard now, Antifa sprinkled throughout. <laughs> now we move on. Now we move on to the semis. <laughs> is that what it is? Now it's quarter. Mario. It's the quarters. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, it's, now it's getting really real. Mac and cheese versus sweet potatoes. I don't even think this is close. <sighs> Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, right? Oh, what yes. are we doing here? Yeah. Get wow. that cheese in there now. I, f- I feel like I'm living in an alternate reality. Come on, what? How are you putting uh, What are you potato- talking about? Is mac and cheese even a holiday food? What? What is it? Who yes. made this bracket? I'm sorry. I guess Yeah, I'm it's wrong. an important Thanksgiving Max, I feel like I need to make you my macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I love mac and cheese. <laughs> I couldn't be a bigger fan. I'm just, this is a holiday food. Look, t- turn my mic off. I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Next up, we have corned beef and cabbage versus Christmas ham. It's salted meat versus salted meat. It's pig pig versus beef. The rumble in the farm. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I mean, Christmas ham does have the word Christmas in it. Oh, unless we want boiled salted fucking meat. I do. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's so good. With a ton of mustard and like a piece of rye bread or pumpernickel. Oh, my God. It's so good. I think it's a great meal to have right before you leave to start a new life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like generations yeah. 
tried to escape corned beef and cabbage. (laughs) To put a whole piece of your animal in a big pot and boil it overnight, and then to have that. What a beautiful thing. Christmas ham wins. I'm fucking calling. It's my show. I like that. And I say this as somebody who did not understand or have ham as part of a dinner. Ham, to me, was a sliced meat for lunch. I did not try dinner-style ham until I was literally in my late 20s. I swear to God. And I remember having ham for the very first time. I remember even where I was. I was in Washington, D.C., and someone said, this is a Christmas ham. And I said, I've never had Christmas ham before. What's it like? And then I tasted it, and it was incredibly salty and sweet. And I was like, you fucking Christians treat this as an entree? This is like meat dessert. You people are out of your goddamn minds. Kugel versus homemade cranberry sauce. Wow, it's tough. We huh? didn't see that coming, did we? Yeah. Go, go, I gotta go. go. I said Kugel. Homemade cranberry <laughs> sauce. Uh, Jews control the media. Kugel wins. Come on. That's a side versus like a real meal kind of. It's a yeah. sauce versus side. But, you know, Don't worry, Don will make a meal out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that tracks. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> They're mercurial and cold. Yeah. Next up. Hot apple cider versus coquito. Wow. Coquito? Hot apple cider. Coquito? Hot apple cider. Coquito takes it. We gotta be honest. Of course, it's alcoholic. It's alcoholic. Next up, it's the trafe bracket. (laughs) It's dairy versus pork, ham versus mac and cheese. I love it. <laughs> uh, mac and cheese or Christmas ham? What do we think? Christmas mac and ham. cheese. Mac and cheese all the way. Wow. Yes. Mac and cheese. Mac, mac and cheese. cheese. They take it. Come on. This is why people don't vote. <laughs> this is why people don't vote. It must have just been Cinderella story. What a crazy bracket this is going to be. It's the, yeah. The heart team. Those are both delicious, but only one of them gets you drunk. It. I'm going to remember what it is. Next up, Kugel versus. Coquito. I think uh, Coquito, it gets you drunk. They're, they're you haven't had my Kugel. <laughs> Kugel gets you full. Kugel, Kugel can fuck you up if you're not careful. All right? My Kugel people, has meth in it. I've seen people it's <laughs> I've seen people make some terrible decisions after eating too much Kugel. It happens. What do you think? Kugel versus Coquito? It has to be Kugel because it's for a day, right? I'm day. giving it to Kugel. Thank you. Yeah. Kugel is crushing it. Oof. Max is horrified. <laughs> I'm so happy about Kugel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it is time for the. <laughs> it is the ultimate. The pasta final. Come on! Wow. <laughs> I heard it. Our two favorite holiday carbs: <laughs> mac and cheese versus Kugel. It's a desert food versus just food. What do we think? Like an arid food? Yeah, it's an arid food. (laughs) It's mac and cheese versus kugel, the Jewish mac and cheese in many ways. When you think about it, actually, when you think about it, it's our version of it. All right. Final decision. You know what? Let's put, anybody have any final, you know what we're going to do? Everybody just say kugel or mac and cheese, and then we're going to give it to the crowd to decide. My personal view, kugel is born of thousands of years of suffering. Um, I didn't know about the suffering. This is good to hear about. Um... But I should digest that later. I'm going to vote mac and cheese because I would always prefer that. 
Wow. Alice, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Kugel. Uh, because I hate where we've gotten to, where we're a society that just picks mac and cheese whenever, when it's just available. You know what I mean? And not really recognizing what it's supposed to be. Just like making a, a food truck of it. Come on. We're better than this. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's Kugel. Ashley, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I gotta go mac and cheese. I mean... Macaroni and cheese is a staple in black culture. Uh, during the holidays, there's competitions between aunts, relatives, who has the best mac and cheese. Mm. My family has passed our mac and cheese recipe down generations. Soul is baked into that cheese. Oh, I'm changing my vote now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here now. That's correct. Right. She's right. <laughs> we have carbs born of misery. Kugel. Mac and cheese. Kugel. You didn't Mac have to and do cheese. It. Won't be the first time, won't be the last time. Uh, the Jews are defeated by, <laughs> by so numbers. Good. Mac and cheese takes it. It is the holiday food bracket champion of the year. And there's a big surprise. I think we have uh, a whole lot of... Hot trays of mac and cheese. Is this true? Is this true? Is it, Everybody is it open up the doors. You, uh, bring it in. Piping hot. Piping hot. There's cider. All this stuff. Guys. Every food item there. in the bracket is in your cars. <laughs> That's what we chose. Ooh, mama. Just between us girls. I don't remember what we chose, and I didn't re-listen. Just a peek behind the curtain. What else is behind the curtain? Oh. Oh, there she is. It's Nancy Pelosi. We are currently in our third month of conversation, debate, and quietly sobbing in congressional bathrooms, all in an effort to hammer out the specifics of the Build Back Better plan. I don't know about you all, but I need a break. Joining me now to help us relax with a festive, completely non-political cooking segment, it's Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Hi. Come on up here, Nancy. Hello. I look very surprised all the time. Very surprised all the time. Hello. Oh, hello, John. Thanks so much for having me. It's, um, it's so good to get out of D.C. and let my hair down. I'm even wearing a slightly different shade of pantyhose. <laughs> I'm really cutting loose. I know, I'm not really wearing pantyhose. It's your imagination. It's free. Use it. I'm so glad you could be here, Nancy. Now, when the show reached out, I assume you wanted to get the word out about the reconciliation bill. See, the lighting is so bad in here, John. <laughs> seen better lighting in a Macy's dressing room. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nancy goes to Nancy's a Bloomingdale's hey! person. I know a good sale when I see one. <laughs> Are you here to talk about the reconciliation bill? Oh! No, abs absolutely not. I'm here to cook. Yes, that's the one thing that always relaxes Nancy. No matter how many people are tweeting at me about the whole, you know, Kente Clothic moment, I get it, everyone. It was not the right time. Though I ask you, John, is yeah. there... When can I wear all my kente cloths? Probably. Probably never, uh, Madam Speaker. Either way, I'm glad you decided to come here to okay. teach us how to make one of your yes. favorite Thanksgiving dishes. Yes. That's right, John. I'm just like every average grandmother out there. Who's third in line for the presidency? No, I'm, I'm actually second in line because the president is already the president, so he's not in line. Right. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> That's a good point. Okay. That's a good point. Um, okay, great. But you've been in office 
for over three decades. Yes. And you have a freezer just for ice cream. Yes, and a fridge for just uh, embryonic facial serum. But um, Embryonic facial serum? That's gross. No, it's a very misleading name. It's just actually, it's just a cleanser. <laughs> but I don't anyway, care. That one was for me. Anyway... <laughs> If you're like me, sometimes you use a mirror to practice putting a thumbtack into the meat of your thigh while maintaining a frozen smile. Jesus. <laughs> well, the point is, you're busy. And we're busy gals. We're busy gals. We're busy gals. <laughs> Couple busy gals. Yeah, and, and what's easier and faster and more delicious and more American, right? And more American. More American than ambrosia salad. Oh, no. How? Well, what is... What is ambrosia salad, oh, Nancy Pelosi? Well, you've never had ambrosia salad, John. No, I guess not. Oh, why, it's a mixture of classic salad ingredients covered in a subtle dressing, pure sour cream. <laughs> I have the recipe written down right here so I don't forget any of the steps, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So you start by adding a bag of mini marshmallows. Uh, you do that. And you just add them. You add them. Yep. And they go into the bowl yep. along with some shredded delicious coconut flakes. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now let me just check this recipe. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Oh, what, what's, oh, what's wrong, Nancy? Fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> well, it looks like someone scratched out. Coconut and oh. wrote, hate these, won't eat, maybe chocolate chips. Sincerely, Joe Manchin. <laughs> well, that's fine, John. It's fine? That's fine. That's not a problem. We'll just, we'll just pick out the flakes just one by one. We'll just get okay? the flakes out. We'll okay. just pick out the flakes just one <laughs> right, by we'll one. We'll just get them out just of there. Get them like, out okay, of there. okay. It's perfect. It's just this is going to be perfect for a congressional potluck or perhaps a funeral. For the middle class? <laughs> All right. Come on, Nancy. Just because Joe Manchin doesn't like something doesn't mean you have to change everything. Oh, do you think so, John? <laughs> Maybe you could leave some of the coconut in there. Okay. Yeah, you're right, John. Just a little coconut seems more than reasonable. And if Joe Manchin doesn't like it, he can kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. Your district is in San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Next step. <laughs> add the mandarin oranges. Here we go. This is ambrosia salad. Is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mandarin oranges. You just mix it up in the bowl. Okay. okay. So wait. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait a second. Nancy sees something. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy I'm sees sorry. something. This is my first live show in a very long time. And, you're, and it's, we're having fun. <laughs> a very long time. How great. I mean, my most of the people I work with are half dead, so this is a <laughs> right. live show. It's okay. a live show. Okay. You're Nancy um, Pelosi. Yes. Okay, so someone has crossed that out, too, and written, Ew, why are these oranges wet? <laughs> Disgusting. How about pecans? Yours, the problem solvers. Oh. More like the problem creators. <laughs> creators. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. The moderate caucus uh, in the house. John, just yep. help me pick out the oranges. All right, we'll get the oranges out of here. Okay, okay we, we go. got to get the there oranges go. out the of oranges. there. Get the oranges out <laughs> of there. Hit this one guy. <laughs> so, Jesus. All right. But Nancy, who cares if people think oranges aren't good? Well, who cares? I have to care, John. It's yeah. a metaphor, and I, and it and it has to, everyone has to like it, John. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair, but maybe there's a good reason they're being picky. Maybe they're allergic or something. No. No. They're not. No. No. No, they're not, John. They're specifically told me in several closed door meetings over the summer that they would eat ambrosia salad. Everyone was all in. 
on ambrosia salad. Okay, okay. Well, let's just maybe relax and finish this recipe. Since I feel like it's just stressing you out more, and that's, you know, not what this was about, you know? Okay, well, I have never been more relaxed in my, in my whole life, John. And I absolutely love being in charge of complicated recipes that, that even the people making it seem to hate. Yeah. Uh-huh. I absolutely don't want to give up and just eat the dog food that the Republicans keep bringing to the potluck. No, I don't. No, Do they really bring dog food to the potluck? Yes, no, they, well, they, they, they cross out dog and, and write people food on oh. the bag. But no one falls for it. Oh, really? No, except Louis Gohmert, who fell for it a couple times, but I don't know why. I mean, he brought the bag. So. <laughs> he brought the bag? Yeah, he brought the bag. And everyone acts like it's my fault because I just can't please all these people. Yeah. And I seem out of touch. And I don't understand things or how to be cool on Snapchat. Or, or these new teak things. I don't I get it. I think it's pronounced tech. Okay, I think whatever. you mean tech I don't things. even care. I don't even care what we make right now. I just, I just want to make something. You think I like ambrosia salad, John? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we have to add. Oh. You think I eat marshmallows with sour cream? I'm an 81-year-old woman who works 16 hours a day, John. Mm-hmm. A day. But my diet does allow me to watch British baking show, all the British baking show that I want. But No, I know. But Dems from California and Connecticut want a special tax cut for rich people. Yes, they do. Get it in the recipe, Nancy, they say. <laughs> Get it in the recipe. Kirsten Cinema's pissed for an activist following her into the restroom at a Chico's in Scottsdale. <laughs> Change the recipe, Nancy. Oh, Nancy, New Jersey's a swing state. Did you know that? Oh, no. Did you know that? Probably should have cooked faster, Nancy. You know what I say? You know what I say? What do you say? I say, kiss my grits. (laughs) Kiss my grits. You are an Italian-American from Baltimore. No, I know. That's goddamn right. And you'll eat this Midwestern pig slop the way... (laughs) You're going to eat it the way way that Chuck Schumer eats an extra Snickers when he gets lucky at the vending machine. (laughs) Fast... Messy and with tears of fucking gratitude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll eat the ambrosia salad. Okay. I'll eat the ambrosia and salad. And that is the way that it is done, John. <laughs> I'll do it. We'll do it. We'll eat the ambrosia salad. Okay. Nancy Pelosi, no, everybody. I, listen, I'll tell you something. <laughs> okay. I'm going crazy. I am the hero that Twitter deserves. Okay. <laughs> I am. And you, if it's not me, it's Feinstein. She's eight years older than me. She could have been my babysitter. Okay, that's all. Nancy Pelosi, everybody. Diane Feinstein could have been her babysitter. Thanks, Nancy Pelosi. It's always great to see Nancy Pelosi, except when she's endorsing a pro-life Democrat for reasons that escape our understanding. So we don't love that. And you know what else we don't love? When cookies get discontinued. What a transition. Here's one of our favorite rants about just that topic by Shalewa Sharp. She is a comedian, writer, and star of Don't Reach in the Bag and host of the War Report podcast. Please welcome Shalewa Sharp. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being part of our rant-a-thon. Uh, I'll throw it over to you to rant about, uh, well, I don't know what. I'm excited to find out what it is. I would like to rant today and many days about cookies. Mm-hmm. Cookies disappearing in particular. When I'm stressed out, I tend to turn to cookies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I recently got reacquainted with an old favorite, uh, Vienna Fingers. Oh, 
speaking my language. Yeah, I love it. It's a simple, clean cookie, mm-hmm. a very minimalist cookie. Mm-hmm. I got some from a store. Great. I went back. They weren't there. No problem. I'll go to another mm-hmm. store. I went to another store. They were not there. Starting to worry. What? I go to a third store. Not there. And then I get this fear bubble in my chest that they had been discontinued. I am learning about this right now and on the same journey with you. It was frightening. I've had this happen to me before. My all-time favorite cookie was a cookie called Lemon Coolers. Now, those were like, uh, you know those wedding cookies that have powdered sugar all over them and maybe bits of almond or some wackiness? Well, it was like that, but with little chunks of lemon. And those saw me through high school and most of college. I say most of college because college was just a year for me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it made me, it helped me get through that year. I had a lemon cooler box top in my high school locker. Like that's what I was known for. You're a huge this particular fan. Cricket. This, huge the, fan. It was a part of your identity. I loved them so much. And then they just disappeared. And I thought, well, what, what happened? And then they reappeared, but then they disappeared again. And mm-hmm. now they're just gone. And there are lots of forums online of people trying to make their own. Who wants a homemade, store-made cookie? No one wants that. You want a store-made cookie Mm -hmm. because it doesn't have the love. You're not looking for love in your cookie. You're looking for efficiency. I don't want a cookie that a grandmother made from a recipe that came from her aunt for a beloved child. I want something capitalism-made. I want a cookie where they said, hey... um, if we can get the price down by 1.2%, we can make 7 million of these things this year. Absolutely. That's the kind of cookie I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for as well. I want a cookie where people had to cross a picket line to make them. That's what I'm looking for. I don't feel good about a cookie unless I know it was made by fucking scabs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It tastes sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that's what was happening with Vienna Fingers. <laughs> and I thought, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then they appeared... <gasps> Just scores of them Thank God. marked down. And I was like, marked oh, no, down. are they marked down? I'm like, uh-oh, how old are these? But they were fine. They were fine. They were fine. <laughs> they seemed fine. But then I found out that the company that makes them uh, is uh, one of the uh, Kellogg crew. Oh, so we're not having them right now. So I'm not having them right we're now. We're not having them right now. <laughs> well, you know what? I was worried because the lemon cookies, that sounded pretty sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And I find often that if you're not careful, like a Vienna finger, it is just on the edge. It is just sophisticated enough that America might say, no fucking more of these things. Right. These are right. not sweet enough. These are not enough like Oreos. Get these off of my shelves because I love Vienna fingers. You feel like, am I eating a cookie or am I eating a cookie in a palace. Like these are yeah. fancy cookies. It's the shape. They're the shape of lady fingers. And yeah. I was pretty sure I didn't grow up in a family that was allowed to eat lady fingers. <laughs> that was not my lot. <laughs> you eat a Vienna finger, you close your eyes, you can imagine it. Absolutely. And lemon coolers, though they look like a wedding cookie and it seems like it'd be fancy. The box was like just straight cartoons. It was pure <laughs> sugar. I don't eat anything that is refined except for the sugar. I will eat sugar out of the bag. So trust me, it was definitely something that would make you very, very ill. So I'm very sympathetic to this issue of things you love Mm -hmm. being discontinued because I've recently gone through something. It's very personal, Mm. which is Taco Bell obviously did some refreshing of their menu, adding items, Mm -hmm. removing items. They removed an item called the Mexican pizza, which is, uh, I think, an ironic name because it is neither. Uh, (laughs) And uh, they they also removed the double decker taco which was among my favorites because a double-decker Taco Supreme was just a Taco Supreme 
with a layer of beans and a soft shell around it. Ooh. Because when you take a bite of a Taco Bell taco, mm-hmm. anything can happen. I mean, this thing, <laughs> it, it, it explodes True. like old ordinance mm-hmm. that they find. You know, it just goes everywhere. If you're in a car, you're fucked. But you put a double-decker taco in the car, it's caught, right? The beans and the yeah. soft shell kind of catch it. You know, almost like in like school cafeterias, there's that glass that has the wires in it, the like shatterproof glass. A double-decker yeah. taco supreme is a shatterproof taco. And the bigwigs over there at the Taco Bell, they said no mas. Very frustrating <laughs> situation. So I understand. So I very much appreciate your rant. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for letting me share that with the world. And everyone, just keep an eye on your favorite cookie. Keep an eye you on it. You know what I mean? Cherish it. Because it could be gone. It could be gone in a Tomorrow. moment. Tomorrow. That's a lesson <laughs> for life as well. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high-coverage foundation. More popular than soft-launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, Better with Bogle, Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, Better, 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 Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. Award-winning family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. If the Choco Taco taught us anything, it's that nothing is safe and nothing is sacred. Want to know what's certainly not sacred? Something called pink sauce. This week... A hot new condiment swept the hearts and colons of TikTok users everywhere. Pink Sauce, the brainchild of creator mad scientist named Chef Pie, is the newest, most fuchsia liquid to sweep a nation desperate for new condiment options. Now, was the label misspelled? Yes. Did the bottle claim to have 444 servings, which would have totaled 28 cups? It sure did. Was it approved by the FDA? This is TikTok, baby. Where we're going, we don't need food safety regulations. Now, due to time constraints... We weren't able to get our hands on the actual bottle of pink sauce, but we have reverse engineered the product from three different recipes we found online. Here to taste test pink sauce with me, it's the very wonderful, very brave Lindsay Adams and Marcy Jaro. Hello. Come on out. Hi, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. What are we dipping into these things? I'm so excited. Chicken tenders. Thank you, Kendra, for helping to lead the sauce creating effort by the way just for people at home there are three different shades of pink i would call that a that's a fuchsia yes. mm-hmm. yeah i would say that's a kind of um uh, all right it's i wasn't a- looking for just other colors but <laughs> i would say that that's a beige it's beige it's yeah. and then i would say that this is like a cream with pink notes yes yeah. you know maybe and shout out to our wonderful intern claire who whipped these sauces together today 
I was so nervous that we were going to eat the TikTokers. Oh, I was ready to do it. I was like, we're going to die. I was ready. Okay. I you like were ready to, to die I like this. to take chances. Um, all right. Shall we try some of these sauces? Okay. What do we want to do here? Uh, they're awful looking. Um, I think we should, do you want to go from least pink to most pink? Why do I trust the most pink one the best, though? I know, like, I do, too. I think we should just go for the hard pink one. Okay, so... We're gonna take, take a tender. I'm gonna rip, rip it apart we rip so, we so we don't double dip. double dip because these are trying times. Thank you for thinking that through okay. for us. All right, should we do? Let's do light to dark. Okay. All right, I'm okay. gonna go in first. Go. What do we got here? This is a pink sauce. Is there a bucket in case you know? You have to swallow it. That's a lot of garlic. It's very thin. Um, it's a very thin, thin one. <laughs> it's very thin. I really do want a bucket to spit this out in. Kind of. We need a bucket. I'm I'm a diva. A bucket. We need a bucket. <laughs> I actually don't dislike it. I don't, I don't hate it either. It was a little... It has, a little, it has I mayonnaise, saying. two cloves of garlic, honey, ranch powder, dragon fruit powder. Whoa. That's what gives it the pink? Thank you. Someone from the audience came with a bucket. Oh, great. Well, I don't need it. We I'm eating it. We got it. I will literally <laughs> eat almost anything, yeah, so there's a good chance I'm going to like all of I'm it. I'm fine with it. So far, I'm fine with it. All right. <laughs> Okay. I'm like ready so, to go back yeah. in. I'm just trying to get attention. That's all. <laughs> all right. I thought that was like, um, it, it tasted like uh, sweet mayonnaise sauce. Yeah. Sweet? Well, garlicky. So garlicky. And garlicky. Yeah. You don't know. You're just saying that. <laughs> I think don't you're right. Don't worry. We'll help you. <laughs> Did you taste the passion fruit? I didn't taste the passion Wait, fruit. Wait, is it pa- passion? Did I yeah, make yeah. it up? No, no you there is passion fruit in there. Not dragon fruit. I've had COVID dragon for two weeks. Fruit? It all tastes like cardboard. I don't passion, know. <laughs> passionate dragon I feel, fruit. I can't get them mixed up. Whatever the pink fruit is, because I couldn't taste yeah, fruit. Yeah, dragon fruit. The passion They're fruit. They're literally the same furious. thing. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I have more information. Okay. One cup of mayonnaise, two to three cloves of garlic, four tablespoons of honey, one tablespoon ranch powder, a quarter teaspoon of dragon fruit powder, two to three shakes of cayenne pepper and water with two tablespoons of vinegar. The second one uses actual dragon fruit and the third adds acai powder and goji beans. Why? To get pinker and pinker, I guess. Okay. Should we go to the second one? All right. Yeah. Donkey. Here we go. That's really wet and juicy. This one is... Sweeter, yeah, but I don't know why. Why is it sweeter? I think there's more. I think there's actual fruit in that oh, one. Oh, there's fruit. I'm not into that. Oh, I tasted something else. What, what did it taste? What did I just taste? I had like a flashback to my childhood. It really brought me back. I don't understand what's going happening. Going again. Going again. Oh. Going again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get the memory. Get, Get the, the memory. memory. Okay, it's cilantro. No, is it not cilantro? Take okay. us back. Oh, man. You're out of Chuck E. Cheese. I feel like it's summer. One parent is dropping you off. Another parent is is. picking you up. Somehow I am in trouble, but I don't know why. I'm in a a grocery store. I look up. The hand I'm holding is a new person. I grab the wrong hand. I have a bowl cut. I hate it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Do you want to try the third one? You go first Lindsay, you go first. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is is thick and nasty. This one is... This I, one is 1980s pink. I, I mean, have this the is, highest hopes for this me one. Me too. I'm excited about it. It's the most legitimate tasting, right? It tastes the most like this one. Yeah. The, the, the light pink one. one. I mean, I With think... With a better consistency, though, right? Yeah. It should be like mayonnaise 
is good. This one's everyone gets this one. We're sending everyone home <laughs> with some unregulated look, bright pink shit. I dare look under you your seat. Like an acai. <laughs> there is a warm tub of something our intern whipped up in the afternoon. <laughs> it's not closed. It's open. Yeah. <laughs> if you want, you can freeze it and eat it like an acai ball. That's that's a really like that, a, a spicy a, acai if you're brave. bowl. Yeah. Yeah. A spicy acai bowl, my fave. Um, all right, let's decide on our favorites here. So we have... I already blew it. I said it. Oh, which I was know, your favorite? I, I blew it. You, I said you, this so one. The hot pink yeah. one is our favorite? That's I my can't fave. wait to see what color my shit is later. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Does this one have chia seeds in it? <laughs> I know. I really am like bothered Something by this. Something has floated up to the top of this one. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, once we checked, there's no record of an intern named Claire. <laughs> Their social security number does not match. I'm getting pretty nervous. Uh, well, I think we did it. Which one was your favorite? I like the pinkest of pink. I actually think that the first and the last taste very similar. Yeah. But I'm like, if I'm going to eat something pink, I want it to look like when I shit that I ate a Pixar character. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, wanted, yeah. you wanted to stick with you. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to make a memory, and yeah. I think this will. This one, I think, was like jumping into an icy cold pool, and it was really upsetting to my mouth, but it prepared me for these two. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We would, were ready. Would yeah. you eat this one on a salad because it's kind of loose? No, I wouldn't. It's kind of loose. It's kind of loose. It's like a little loose. loose. It's loose. It's thin. It's It's thin, yeah. The technical term for it is loose. loose. They get thicker as they go. Yeah. And that's pink sauce. Thank you both. Thank you. Marcy Lindsay, thank you so much. I have to tell you all, that wasn't as gross as it looked because that would be impossible. But you want to know what also wasn't as gross as it looked? Healthy Coke. You know I love an abrupt segue. Uh, it's no Diet Pepsi, but in honor of my masochism and general chaotic energy this pride, we're now going to drink a refreshing beverage we saw on TikTok. Uh, has anyone seen this uh, nonsense that is being described as healthy Coke? Yeah. All right, let's do it. First of all, uh, Jared Goldstein, get out here to join me, please. Uh, he's graciously agreed to help. Hi, Jared. He's out here. Give it up for Jared. Hi. <laughs> hi, Jared. Hi, just hi. Good to see you. No, you can just stand with me because oh. we're just drinking, you know? Okay. So, Jared, uh, here's the deal. Uh, okay. There is a claim that began with someone's yoga or Pilates instructor, I believe, that you could make something called Healthy Coke, which is Healthy, healthy Coke. Coke. Okay. Okay. And, and I don't know what this is. I'm not, like, super on TikTok. I'm extremely present. Famously <laughs> So present. I'm learning what this is in real time. And what it is... Is balsamic vinegar. <laughs> Whoa. And any sparkling water of any flavor. That's the claim. Oh. That the flavor doesn't matter. So uh, let's check it out. Okay. Wait, is this like a sugar free Coke? It's a healthy Coke. I mean, it's oh, what, healthy it's Coke. whatever's got in it, the got balsamic. Got it, got, it. got it. Okay. I'll stand over here. This is, this is someone's from home because it's like mostly done. This wasn't like a new bottle bought for the show. <laughs> this is somebody brought, some producer brought this from home. Terrific. Can I just say, they, they told me backstage, they're like, are you okay with drinking Coke? And I was like, no. <laughs> and they were like, you know, because you're so funny, you do the show and you just, you're down for anything. And I was like, uh-huh. And they're like, so you're going to drink Coke? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> but now I know it's, there's no sugar in it. The ice melted. I was pouring out some of the water. This is going to be legit. Here we go. All right. Let's start with the balsamic. Balsamic vinegar. Wait, at the very least, this is like a cleanse and I'm excited. <laughs> if you think... This is the first time I'm drinking vinegar? You're wrong. 
You're wrong. Apple cider vinegar, one part apple cider vinegar, eight parts water. That'll get you there. All right, here's yours. Okay, oh my God. Wait, so t- what's did- exactly, this is LaCroix Pamplemousse. This is LaCroix Pamplemousse. I'm going to, mine needed to mix with my finger. Okay. S- um, yours, it does look like Coke. Vinegar. And vinegar. Balsamic vinaigrette and Pamplemousse Two ingredients. LaCroix. Two ingredients. Okay, cheers. cheers. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. That is not Coke. What no, the it's nothing. fuck? It's nothing. This is That's nothing. That's insane. I mean, honestly, it's probably it's not good bad, for your though. GI I don't hate it. I don't, hate, I don't it. hate it. I don't hate it. It's I not Coke. I don't hate it. And I don't know that I'll ever have it again. If you told me, if you were like, this is a vodka Coke, I'd be mm-hmm. like, something happened to the vodka, but that's okay. That's okay. It's good, though. I'll tell you this. Does somebody want to try it? I just tested positive. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we hand it to our... What's your name? Grace. Grace. Yeah. Give it up for Grace. What do you think, Grace. It's really not. It's not. Grace no. wants everyone to it, know it yeah. is not the worst thing she's ever put in her mouth. Honestly, if you gargle and swallow that every morning, you're never getting COVID. <laughs> you're never getting it. Thank you so much, Jared. Thank you. What a success this was. Healthy Coke, our third favorite kind. Something else I love, edibles. But on Halloween, KTLA news reporter Colleen Atkins has the story. I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but it's Halloween weekend. Here to tell us what we need to know, it's KTLA Zone news reporter Colleen Atkins. Colleen, welcome. Give it up for Colleen Atkins. Hi, Colleen. Thank you so much for being here. Wow, thank you, John. Oh, boy. How you doing, Colleen? Oh, I'm doing well. Okay. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me on, John, to talk about a crucial issue affecting our nation's children this weekend. Our top story tonight, trick or weed. <sighs> Law enforcement is warning parents to check their children's Halloween candy carefully this year. What might look like a plastic pumpkin full of innocent <laughs> treats could contain potent, potentially dangerous marijuana (gasps) edibles. Really, Colleen? I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that. Does this kind of thing actually happen? It's possible, John. There are edibles that look exactly like candy. It is conceivable a kid could mistakenly eat one. And you can never be too careful when it comes to protecting our children. Well, of of course, Colleen, but I read in New York Times piece just this week about how trick-or-treaters receiving tainted candy is an urban legend. There is basically no evidence this ever happens. Oh, is that what you read in the New York Times, John? (laughs) Is that article really something you'd want to read a mother or even a father as they rush their child to get their stomach pumped after drowning a whole bag of stoner patch kids? (laughs) First of all, where would I be reading this to a parent of a poisoned child? In the ambulance? Am I waiting in the back just in case? Second of all, a bag is like 30 bucks after taxes. Plus, you have to get them from a dispensary. (sighs) Sure, but if some absolute maniac were to slip it into your son or daughter's Paw Patrol-themed fuzzy candy bag, they could have no idea what it was. Kids can't read, John. And I certainly hope they can't recognize a marijuana leaf on sight. I mean, 
Maybe your kids can. Don't you dare insult my completely fictional children, Colleen. Cirrus and Cordelia are reading Moby Dick to us. <laughs> Point is, this seems exactly like the urban legends we used to hear about. Razors and apples killing kids. No kid has ever died or ever been injured by a razor in a candy apple. The few times they've been reported, they've turned out to be hoaxes. Who says it couldn't happen for real this year, John? And to one of your toddlers! You're a reporter, Colleen. I didn't want to, but I did a tiny shred of research. And there's been like three... <laughs> I had no choice. There's been only three instances of someone tampering with Halloween candy since 1959. And two of those instances were later debunked in one... It was the dad who poisoned the candy, and now I have to know that. Are you going to report that, Colleen, huh? Okay, well, listen, I didn't want to do this, but you need to be careful, okay, John? It's my responsibility to inform and prepare. I mean, do you hear the choppers in this neighborhood? It's crazy. <laughs> Police buzzing by. I am saving people from potentially dangerous situations their children might find themselves in. That is my job. And I won't stand for even one preschooler getting completely baked on my watch. <laughs> the only cure for marijuana poisoning in children are episodes of blippy and copious amounts of mac and cheese. It's the only known cure. This kind of fear-mongering, Colleen, might be good for ratings, but you're doing your viewers a disservice. And by focusing on these made-up hypotheticals, we're ignoring real threats. A pipeline broke. Dumped 25,000 gallons of oil along Orange County beaches. The only thing that put out the three-month-old Dixie fire was the bomb cyclone that brought torrential rains down in Southern California. We have to pray that the weather disasters cancel each other's out now. What if they happen in the wrong order, Colleen? Listen, I don't know, man, okay? I've been at this station for like 20 years. It was just supposed to be a stepping stone so I could go on to have some glamorous correspondent job. They were just loose rocks and a dead loose of bullshit. And now I'm neck deep in this shit. Uh-oh. When I started, the station was owned by an old woman, a nice one, whose only editorial demand was telling viewers when the Chikorenda were in bloom, so she knew to leave her damn house. Now we're owned by Sinclair. I tried to do a story on wildfires being caused by climate change, but they kept crossing out carbon pollution and replacing it with Antifa. <laughs> they want people to be scared, but only by things that don't necessitate real change. So here I am. Reporting on accidentally eating weed candies by children, hypothetically. Which is why it's so important for parents to inspect each piece of candy your child receives. Their lives might depend on it. Oh no, Colleen, you're kind of back on the marijuana train again. John, before we come back from break, would you help me go through this candy and look for newsworthy ones? Absolutely not. Three of these lollipops have fentanyl in them. I know, because I brought them. <laughs> Listen, it's a hard, she's having a hard time, all right? What's a couple of fentanyl lollipops between friends? Well, anyway, thanks, Colleen Atkins. Bye, Colleen. Bye. Please pass my resume on to Ronan, okay? I'm, I'm not sure, okay. Here, I'll just, okay, okay, okay. I was, got sad at the end. Colleen Atkins, everybody. Give it up for Megan Gailey. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. 
That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, better with Bogle. Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, better, better, better. Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles Channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. Award-winning family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Trick or treat. Edibles. They're kind of both. But what's just a treat? Barbecue from the middling state of Texas. We're not calling Texas middling, Brian. So now it's time for LGBTQ BBQ. Please welcome, <laughs> yeah, terrific. Please welcome barbecue maestro Ali Clem and the wonderful and hopefully very hungry Akila Hughes. Hello. Come on out. Hi. Hi, Ali. Hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. Thanks for being here. You have a barbecue restaurant, three dogs, you're married, you're constantly smelling like smoked meats. What's, what's it like living the dream? Living the dream every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you get home smelling like barbecue, do you enjoy it by now? Is it something that's just part of you every day? I think I would like it. Well, my mom thinks I'm a psychopath because I absolutely love the restaurant industry. So uh, since I was 18, yeah. <laughs> Akila, what is your relationship with barbecue like? Are you excited, nervous, smoky, covered I'm in delicious crust of spices? Desperate to start eating. All right, let's get um, to this. Yeah, I live in LA too, man. All right, it's a drought. <laughs> it's a drought. They're like, it's black owned. I'm like, it's not genetic, bro. Like, <laughs> you know when you know. So let's let's get some good barbecue. That's all I'm saying. It's not genetic, bro. I'm gonna think about that. All right, look. I could chew the fat with you two all day. See, I can't stop it. Oh, man. But we have gay jokes to make and barbecue facts to learn. Allie, just as a heads up, after every joke, we usually say, but up, up, it up, gay news. However, today we're going to say, but up, up, it up, it up, 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 barbecue. <laughs> Are you both ready for LGBTQ barbecue? Yes. Please. Can I just start eating it? When yeah, yeah, I you can start? just start eating it. Cool. All right, Keela, kick us off. But up, right. up, it up, 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 barbecue. All right. On Monday, Ohio uh, introduced House Bill 616, their own version of Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill. Boo, sucks. Um, you know, it's, it's basically just Don't Say Gay served over spaghetti and chopped onions. So even more disgusting. Um, this is, of course, very different from their Don't Say LeBron James Bill of 2010 to 2014. That has something to do with him going or coming from that area. I don't know. I don't know. Before we get to the next thing, we have... I see shot glasses in front of us. Yeah, what is this? What, what do we have here? We have two shots and a piece of brisket. Can you walk us through what we've got here? So we say shot, pickle, brisket. So are this these is pickle bats? Yeah. Oh, okay. So actually, 
Girl, you I know. went to college. It's fine. <laughs> like, we, I've been there. You do it now, you want to do it after? I did too, but I didn't get to do this. Really? <laughs> well, this is a good experience for you. Should we start with the wait, shots? Wait, so what is it? Yeah, yeah, but what is it? That's whiskey. Okay, so we've got still whiskey, then our house-made pickled mm-hmm. brine, and then our what we call money bites. Ooh. Wait, They're so we not go one, two, three? So you go shot, right, pickle, brisket. All right, we're going to do a shot. we got to do it. we got to do it. Here we go. I'm supposed to Allie, rant later. Oh, <laughs> this is not going to be cohesive, but... All right. Here we go. Wait, okay. So we got to be, like, ready, though. We got to be ready? Your, All right. Yeah. I got my pickle juice, and then, I, then you follow it up with the brisket. I don't do shots anymore. We had a pandemic. I'm, like, stoned All right. mostly. All right. All right. First of the whiskey. Ooh. One, two, three. To barbecue. I cannot hold my liquor anymore, so... That was awesome. <laughs> I have never had pickle juice as a... Separate thing it's before. It's the most wholesome thing I've experienced with you in my life. <laughs> it was great. Let's do it again. Run it I back. I will do it Run again. It <laughs> you make the mac and cheese too? Of course. Bada bop it up about barbecue. <laughs> Texas, Lieutenant, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said Monday he will prioritize passing the state's equivalent of Florida's Don't Say Gay bill, saying in a campaign email that he plans to make it a top priority going into 2023, making this top's priority ruining Dan Patrick's life. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Little dramatic license inside of that joke. <laughs> All right, baba 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 barbecue. Eating, I'm really eating a full dinner. I know. Country duo brothers Osborne won a Grammy this week for their song "Younger Me" about T.J. Osborne's decision to come out, which I celebrate as someone who came out to the Big and Ridge song "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy." Baba 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 barbecue. Allie, over to you. Uh, I get to follow this one. In 1964, Texas Owen Lyndon B. Johnson held the first barbecue state dinner more like Lyndon B. Grilling. <laughs> nice. Lyndon B. Serving Brisket or Lyndon B. Recommending the Cheddar Jalapeno Sausage. Hey. <laughs> ba barbecue. Thank you. Um, wait, I just got to make a joke about Lyndon. So is he bringing the meats? Because, you know, he's like famous for the... He's- Don't... We know hey. what he's famous for. Hey. Succeeding our assassinated yeah. president. All right. Yeah. Um, come, it's too soon for that? Speaking of barbecue, <laughs> speaking of barbecue, he, he was serving some hog. Mm, thank you. Thank you. We'd get there. We got there. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-barbecue. Ex on the beach star David came out as pansexual. Go off. Um, do conservatives not understand how boring reality TV will become if we stop hot, insane members of the LGBTQ community from being on TV. I mean, good luck making do with Great British Bake Off. Just kidding. Uh, the best contestants on there are also gay. Open Pit Barbecue is also known as Cowboy Barbecue. Mm. Interesting. Open Pit Barbecue with a flimsy cover that fools no one is called Sean Mendes Barbecue. I don't know that. That's, a, that's not allowed. But a barbecue. Ah, Lauren Boebert, everybody's favorite troll doll, uh, tweeted that children should wait until they turn 21 to make, quote, life changing decisions about their sexuality and identity. Boebert was 18 when she married her husband, Jason, with a Y, uh, who was. <laughs> <laughs> Try hard. Uh, who was once arrested for lewd exposure in a bowling alley. So she is speaking from experience here. <laughs> the Allie, call's this- coming from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> Allie, this brisket rules. Yeah, thank I'm you. not going to stop you, eating you. it. Yeah, if you haven't had it before, get over there. One of my proudest moments is I was coming to Austin so much. Were you here for that taste test? In 2018? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And I not only did I rank them, but I knew where the brisket was from. Yeah. And to this day, nobody cares when I tell them. Nobody cares, but I care. I care. I care. Survivor contestant Zeke Smith proposed to superstar and Crazy Rich Asians actor Nico Santos at the GLAAD Awards. It's beautiful to see public LGBTQ proposals like this, but we won't have true equality until gay men are regularly humiliating their partners on stadium <laughs> jumbotrons. Also this week, Caitlyn Jenner joined Fox News as a contributor. That's right. Representation matters. At last, Fox News has a contributor who killed somebody with their car. But up, 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 barbecue. <laughs> Spicy. This segment um, is chaos. Yeah. Barely is. incorporated the eating of barbecue because I just demanded it. It's true. It's but true. It's awesome. I'm obsessed. Aguila, Aguila, but up, 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 barbecue. Um, during her first appearance, contributing uh, to Sean Hannity's show, Jenner reassured viewers that while she might be trans, she is not a, quote, trans activist. Turning a chair around and straddling it backwards, Jenner announced, I'm one of those cool trans people who doesn't believe in rights. <laughs> now everybody rip up your constitution. <laughs> Said Jenner, uh, I'm just like everyone else here at Fox News, the worst white woman you've ever met in your life. <laughs> but up, up, but up, up, barbecue. Mayor Eric Adams of New York announced an anti don't say gay billboard campaign in five Florida cities, inviting LGBTQ Floridians to move to New York, saying, Attempting to demonize a particular group or community is unacceptable, and we are going to say to those who are living in Florida, listen, we want you here in New York. Mayor Adams continued, take it from me. I just moved to New York myself, and I love it. <laughs> but up, up, but up, up, barbecue. Well, some barbecue aficionados agree the state barbecue camp be divided by region, but instead falls into categories cowboy, meat market, East Texas, Mexican barbacoa. I won't I, make you say this next part. I know, like, I know. I knew you were waiting for this. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I got it. I got it. I can't make you say it. Barbecue is obviously a contentious subject in Texas, but I think we can all agree that the best barbecue comes from North Carolina. Yeah. Don't applaud, sir. Don't. <laughs> Vinegar gonna... doesn't belong sir? in barbecue. You're wrong. You want to get yourself killed? All right? You have a death wish, sir? You got to come in here? All right? You got to get all that attention? Yeah. Thank you, you for saving. You pretend you like it way. whether you do or not. And I love it. I'm not pretending. I'm literally going to get heartburn any second. But I love it. <laughs> this rules. Put your foot in it, girl. All right. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba 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 barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> We're going to get sued for that? Um, <clears throat> Republicans. I got barbecue on the microphone. I, I mean, we are not getting invited back. <laughs> Republicans have turned against Disney for responding to employee and fan pushback on their attempt to equivocate over Florida's Don't Say Gay bill. Quick, they're already mad. Make Buzz and Woody fall in love. Right? Come on. Merida is probably What's going to happen? <laughs> Do it. But up, but up, up, gay news. Oh, wait, fuck. Barbecue. Personally, I can't stand sweet barbecue, but if you're into that kind of thing, East Texas barbecue is the one served with sweet tomato-based sauce and cooked until it's falling off the bone. How long does that take, Allie? I'm almost 40, and I haven't fallen off the bone once. <laughs> um, so wait, Allie, before we end this segment, Woo. this brisket is amazing, these ribs are amazing. What are these sausages? 
Um, we have three, which we make in-house, fresh daily, of course. Of course. Uh, we have our traditional, which is actually the spiciest. We yeah. have a chipotle and then jalapeno, no cheddar, by the way. Ooh. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, you see that? Because macaroni and cheese rules. Uh, you know, I just don't like cheddar. And I want you to know something. We had, <laughs> and I'm not going to say the other place's name because I respect them as well. Cool. But you brought this La Barbecue. Yes. There was another barbecue restaurant that we had brought in other food from. For, I saw that. I know. And I, before the show, before the show, Kendra's like, they saw the other barbecue and they just pushed it aside <laughs> and put their barbecue in instead. Oh my god, that to the back side you, of the table, please. <laughs> I gotta tell you, that macaroni and cheese is okay, but this is some macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Come on. Come you on. You some black people in your and, family? What's going on? And, and, I wish. And, and, and Brian, the producer, was like, is this the macaroni and cheese from that other place? And I was like, no fucking way. I know that macaroni and cheese, and this is better than that macaroni and cheese. Right. All right. That's right, motherfucker. And I like that other place. I like that other place, but this is better. That's right. All right. Just, just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Guys, give it up for Ali Clem and Law Barbecue. Everybody go there. This is fantastic. This segment was absolute chaos. Just like, let's eat barbecue, read the news, kind of connect them. Yeah, I like it. But I don't it. give a shit. I hope this is how I get canceled, chewing in people's ears. Whatever. <laughs> Yeehaw, that's some good grub. Jesus Christ. And finally, some bad grub. Sometimes life hands you a Juicy Lucy, and sometimes loot fisk. Look, as you all know, I'm a coastal sophisticate. I've eaten at some of the finest cheesecake factories in the world. I don't even roll down my window for a Michelin one star. When Gavin Newsom ate a French laundry during the pandemic, my first reaction was, are people still going there? But in my heart, in my bones, when it comes to food, I have the soul of a Midwesterner. And sure, like any good Ashkenazi Jew, I process dairy the way the Biden administration processes leaked Supreme Court decisions. <laughs> Even though I should have seen it coming, I'm still sitting there for like two weeks, unable to make anything happen. <laughs> Nevertheless, I persist. <laughs> and eating whatever unholy concoction you people throw at me. And that continues tonight. Here to help us put the queasy in cuisine, please welcome to the stage the hilarious Ashley Ray. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. I am so happy to be here as a proud daughter of the Midwest. Oh, come on. As a proud daughter of the Midwest, what are your overall feelings about Midwestern food? It's the best food. People overlook it. They don't know. We're cold all the time. All we do is stay home and learn how to cook good food. Hell yeah. If you had to pick one favorite Midwestern food, one dish, what would it be? I'm going to go Swedish pancakes. Thank you. Often overlooked, they're different from crepes. They're different. They're different, famously. They're different. And they're different than pancakes, because you have your pancakes. Oh, yeah. You have your crepes. Crepes. And then right there then in the middle, pancake. right there in the middle, is a Swedish pancake. Yeah. I'm from Rockford, Illinois. Uh, okay, yes, thank you. If anyone from my high school is here, that's cool. Uh, but we're the home of the Swedish pancakes. Are you ready to sample some cuisine? I am. All right, let's get into it. Our first Minnesota delicacy, I don't know how I'm going to do this, is a very cheesy burger called a Juicy Lucy. This is one for you. Let's open these up. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now, I am aware that both the 5A Club and Matt's Bat claim to have invented the Juicy Lucy. It's Matt's Bar. So it says Bat here. That's just a typo. So it's Matt's Bar. I kid you not, 
I was downstairs, I saw this, I said, is it for Matt's? There you go. There you go. That's what I did. Because I know, I know, Matt's, it's, it's a wonderful little bar. These Juicy Lucy's are from exactly where you want them to be from. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, should we try these burgers? Absolutely. Uh, upon biting one in 1954, someone exclaimed, ooh, that's one Juicy Lucy. Something I hope I say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I to, okay. There's a juicy Lucy. That's a juicy Lucy. Oh yeah. Obviously, I'm a daughter of the Midwest because I knew how to bite my juicy Lucy. Napkins flying in from the wings. That's cool. It's like a gusher, but for meat. That's uh, good. It's so good. The juicy Lucy, one of the best things you have here. I see. Yeah. I see. It's yes. like a. It's like a pita of beef. Yeah. Stuffed with cheese. You're geniuses. Yes. Okay. They don't have this in Wisconsin. Come on. Who, who cares if you don't That's see right. the sun three months a year? Who needs it? Hell yeah. You can't get this in L.A. No. This, this would be outlawed in L.A. <laughs> I fully love that. That's five stars. Next up, we have a dish that feels like I might have invented it while stoned one night, wandering the grocery store. That's right, it's Minnesota's infamous tater tot hot dish. Um, there's your plate. There's Juicy Lucy all over his plate. Just <laughs> it exploded a little bit got on yours, but it, there's but just I feel Juicy like it just, Lucy. It just, I'm gonna, I'll put, I'll put the, the tater tot hot dish on the part of the plate where yeah. I didn't explode food. There's your hot dish. Ah, uh, yes. Oh my God. So what now, what, this looks like I see beef Yes. I see cheese, I see tater tots. Yes, those are the three food ingredients of the Midwest. Uh, potato meat cheese. That's, I, all, that's what we like. This and if is you, if, good. This, one, this has corn. If you get corn in it, that's oh. an extra plus. Hell yeah. Yeah. And cream of mushroom soup. That oh, makes cool. sense. I love it. Right? What? That's getting you ready to go work on your farm. Like, we're all hearty people. Yeah. I could ice fish after eating this. Yeah. Come on, we need enough calories to be able to, like, you know, shovel a driveway. I love this, too. <laughs> Wait, what I'm about to read is crossed out. And, of course, it wouldn't be a trip to Minnesota without a nod to the area's Norwegian cuisine, which is why I'm being forced to have us eat lutefisk. Yeah! A preserved whitefish that was clearly created only out of raw necessity to help your great-great-parents survive those harsh Norwegian winters. Now, that is crossed out. And written in handwriting above, it says, the loot fisk was raw. <laughs> but, but on the table is a hot steaming bowl of what looks like microwaved fish. As someone from Rockford, Illinois, which at one point oh had a God. higher Swedish population than, you know, Stockholm, I have had loot fisk before, and it is a horrible fish. <laughs> It is it's, like a white fish mixed with lye and bleach. I'll do it. We're doing it. We're doing it. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I remember it. Just like somebody left some white fish in a lot of bleach. And... Yeah. It, it tastes like God forgot he put a fish behind your fridge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
That's too much work to make an item taste good. I gotta, I gotta clear this out with the tater yeah, tot. I'm, I'm going back to my potatoes. I'm gonna have another Juicy Lucy. Yeah. We're in the Midwest. We don't do fish well, okay? Meat as in beef and pork. Uh, I just like the idea that they're like, oh, the Chicago show was canceled because we got sick. Oh, and probably uh, COVID. No, no. I ate microwaved smoked dirt fish as a bit. Yeah. It doesn't even look like fish in this bowl. Like, I don't know what has happened Maybe I just got a bad... They just got a bad bite. <laughs> I'm covered. They're all they're all like, bad bites. Uh, they're all. We'll cover it back up. We'll cover it back up. Ashley Ray, thank you so uh, much for being you. here. Ashley will be back for the rant wheel. Give it up for Ashley. When we come back, I'm taking this. take that, take that, take, get it, get it, take it. I would love. Listen, I'm finishing this after the show. And that's our show. Nom nom nom. Who's still hungry? Me. Who wish they read the script before they sat down at the microphone? Also me. Anyway, I'm still hungry. Hungry for food. Hungry for memories of talking about food. And hungry for Democrats to maintain control of the House and Senate. There are just 73 days until the midterm elections. Thank you for listening and have a great weekend. Love or Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett, and Lee Eisenberg. Kendra James is our senior producer, and Brian Semmel is our producer. Hallie Kiefer is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Kaufman, Pulavi Gunalan, and Peter Miller are the writers. Bill Lance is our editor, and Kyle Seglin is our sound engineer. Claire Fogarty is our production intern working on the show for the summer. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Caroline Haywood, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Nar Malconian, Zuri Irvin, and Milo Kim. Mia Kelman and Matt DeGroote for filming and editing video each week so you can. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 